Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people that you do business with. And real excited today to have Dan Katzier and J.D. Hess, the founders of Omni Lacrosse, on the podcast. Uh, it's a sport that our family has um, really grown a lot of interest in. Uh, my son loves playing, and uh, they do an outstanding job with the Omnia program. So um, I want to educate people on how you get involved in the sport and what opportunities are available uh, coming up with Omnia. So JD and Dan, I know you guys have busy schedules, uh, but thanks so much for joining me. How are you doing today? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Uh, really, really excited to get on here and kind of talk about our sport and uh, and the reasons why we got into it. So thanks for having us. So uh, I'll start with you, Dan. Um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your passion for lacrosse, your background in lacrosse, and why you're still involved uh, so much in coaching. Yeah, um, it, it's probably a long list. I'd, uh, you know, I don't know if we got enough time to or time for, but it's been a uh, it's been an awesome road, and uh, and it's been really exciting, especially these last couple of years. Um, but you know, I got into lacrosse because I started playing uh, probably in middle school, a little bit late in middle school, especially if you're thinking about it now and our kids. Um, you know, we've got U10s that are going, um, you know, a lot with us. So it's awesome. But I got going in middle school. I played in high school, played in college. Um, and I got into college coaching uh, the year after I was done with uh, with college at Davenport University. I went to East Grand Rapids and we had a lot of fun. And uh, and I think that was one of the reasons um, the team team camaraderie being on a team, <clears throat> really focusing and working on something bigger than just ourselves um, is, is one of our, like, you know, that's what we love and that's what we do it for. So um, been around uh, for a while. I've, I've, you know, been around Michigan, uh, coached at Grand Valley, coached at Michigan State. Um, now I'm in my fifth year at University of Detroit Mercy where I coached the defense. And then obviously we started up uh, Omni a couple of years ago. So our background is, uh, is pretty extensive. We also ran travel teams before we started Omnia and uh, you know we're in it because uh, it's awesome it's fun it teaches the kids so much more about life than it really does on the field but also uh, it's an avenue for us and, uh, and and we know lacrosse very well but we can also teach things like being on time uh, working together um, you know what's a common goal how do we get guys that are, are from different backgrounds to kind of think alike and, and to help each other. And then ultimately that common goal, whether it's to win, okay, or to win a, win a championship, um, it's all the same, okay? So we're just, uh, you know, we're a couple of normal guys, but, but love to compete and we love to, uh, we love to get together when we're on the field and, and kind of work towards a common goal. And, and JD, what about yourself? Yeah, so um... – I definitely share the same passion uh, as Dan as as coaching. Um, I got into the game uh, middle school as well, sixth grade. I was a baseball uh, a baseball convert um, and turned out to be the best decision of my life. Um, you know, this is what I do for a living now, and uh, you know, it's it's the best job in the world. So I, I grew up uh, in the Birmingham area. I went to see home for high school. Um, went to U of D Mercy for college, played there. That's where Dan and I met. Um, he joined the staff uh, my last year uh, as a player. And then uh, unfortunately I got hurt uh, my last year and had to end my career a little bit earlier than expected, but uh, it turned into a great opportunity to allow me to be on the U of D Mercy coaching staff as a grad assistant, um, doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, operations, 
um, kind of managing the team and then helping out on field where, you know, where, where it was needed. So I think uh, I learned a lot about management um, in, in those two years as a grad assistant uh, and, and that carried over eventually into Omnia. So, you know, like Dan said, we were running some travel teams before this. Um, Dan, uh, Dan got Omnia off the ground and running and, and, and I was there, uh, shortly after. And, um, you know, we started with four or five teams. We're up to 15. Now we've got five teams in Grand Rapids alone. Um, you know, we're pushing 250 kids in the program. The, the growth from a number standpoint has been pretty remarkable. Um, and, and, you know, we, we see that with lacrosse in general in the state of Michigan, numbers are exploding. You know, you got, um, you got, you got community teams with over a hundred kids in the program playing. It's awesome. It's great to see. And, you know, we feel extremely blessed to be doing this as a day job and, and to, uh, you know, have the ability to, to impact, uh, the lives of young men in, in a positive way. So, you know, we love what we do. It doesn't feel like work. Um, and we're super excited about the future and, and where it's going to go. Just quickly, I guess for either of you that wants to answer this, what do you think is behind the emergence of lacrosse? I used to be a high school sports writer 10, 15 years ago, and I remember hearing people say that there's uh, declining numbers in baseball. A lot of people like you, JD, that went from baseball to lacrosse. And it was, a, you think it's just that people weren't exposed to this sport. It was kind of started in the East coast and has made its way over here. What, what can you pinpoint that's led to the emergence in lacrosse? Yeah, I, I think, I think that is, uh, you know, definitely a, a reason. I think it's just kind of naturally made its way over to the Midwest. Um, and, you know, we're not just talking about Michigan. You've got, you've got hotbeds in Ohio, you've got hotbeds in Chicago, Minnesota has a lot of strong programs. So I think it was just kind of, uh, it was a matter of time before, you know, the game kind of made its way over here. Um, you know, don't want to rag on baseball by any means. I like no, nothing better than going to a Tigers game at Comerica Park in the summer. But I think uh, lacrosse is a little bit more fast paced, up-tempo than your average baseball game. And I think for a lot of kids that um, are, you know, playing football and playing basketball and playing hockey, it's kind of a natural, you know, crossover there because it is action packed. It's up tempo. There's really no downtime. And there are a lot of transferable skills in these other sports that, you know, you see um, these kids bring to the lacrosse field. So I, I think it's, it's kind of multi-faced, but um, you know, that's kind of my take on it. And, and, you know, this is kind of a difficult question here, and I, I want to talk about Omnia later and all the opportunities with Omnia, but to kind of set the tone for people that are listening that are curious about lacrosse that have really no idea exactly what the sport is, can you give me kind of some bullet point overview of what exactly the sport is and a, just a little bit behind the strategy of it? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take this one. I mean, uh, lacrosse is a fast-paced up and down game the object of of the game essentially is to score a ball okay is to put the ball in the back of the net if you haven't seen it on tv or social media it's really set up uh kind of like soccer and uh you know we've got midfielders we've got attack uh we've got defense and we've got a goalie okay so uh if you can kind of picture that and then i always say i think soccer and hockey are kind of like the the two in-betweens okay so the stick handling 
the finesse, being able to pass, being able to score, finding the two-on-ones and finding open areas and, and lanes is what we want to do. Then ultimately, you know, there is defense that try to stop them. And, uh, and it's a physical game. And I think that's why, uh, going back to that last point, is, you know, why are so many kids, you know, getting into this game? Well, just like, just like JD, just like a ton of guys, uh, I played baseball as well. And I, you know, kind of saw myself sitting uh, in the outfield, like twiddling my thumbs. And, uh, and I wanted to get back to, you know, I played football and basketball growing up. Uh, very transferable, like JD has said. And a lot of those skills that you take from football or basketball are can be plugged right into uh, right into lacrosse. So when we talk about picks and pick and rolls like like basketball, it's it's very very the same uh, or transferable, just like defense. Okay, we need to communicate. We need to work as a team. And a lot of those things that we're doing on the lacrosse field, or uh, or the reason why some kids are really good at lacrosse is because they are playing other sports and they start to figure out, okay, hey, we can do this. We can do this the same. And, and essentially, you know, for an offensive guy, finding space, getting your hands free and letting one go is the same thing as getting shot off in basketball or getting shot off in hockey and, and just like so many other sports. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a great game. It's fast paced. It's up and down. It's physical. And, uh, and it's just a ton of fun. And I think it's interesting how it translates to other sports too. You're seeing guys get drafted in the NFL um, that didn't play college football, that the Patriots mm-hmm. drafted a receiver that they saw a lot in, on the lacrosse field. Um, yep. Northwestern's basketball team brought in one of the top college lacrosse players as a transfer a couple of years ago. So it takes a, a lot of skill, obviously, to play this sport, but it translates well, I think, to other sports. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you guys on too is uh, we have had a lot of friends that have asked us, how do you get started in this sport? They have younger kids. They know that we're involved in the sport. You know, where do you begin? Where do you get started? I know that's kind of a loaded question, but for anybody that's listening to this, Hey, I would love to have my son or daughter try this sport. What's the starting point to get involved in lacrosse? So I think uh, lacrosse is such a unique and um, awesome sport because you can do a lot of it on your own. Um, as long as you have a stick and a ball and a brick wall to throw against, that's all you really need to get started. Um, you know, you can go buy a, a starter, starter stick at, um, your local pro shop down the street for 40, 50 bucks. Probably you find a wall at a school and you just start throwing that thing. Um, I, I equate lacrosse to riding a bike when it comes to, um, like a beginner level, you know, you're not going to ride a two wheel bike before you, uh, master the training wheels. You're not going to get to the training wheels before you, uh, master the tricycle lacrosse is kind of the same way. You're probably not going to get, um, to that next step, uh, unless you can pass and catch, pick up a ball off the ground. And again, that's all stuff that you can do on your own. Um, going back to your first question then of like, like teams and, and, and the number of, of kids that are playing, that's a beautiful thing about this game, especially in this area right now, is there are opportunities for any skill level um, to hop on a team and, and join a team. It's all about, I think, understanding each program and, and what they have to offer and what the program goals are and what the individual goals are. You know, so um, I, I think, again, it's, it's so it, it's such a beautiful sport because it's all internal. You know, if you want to be good at this game, you can, you don't have to be the biggest, fastest, strongest dude, um, to be the best. You know, we see 
we see guys, uh, I played with, played with a guy, Shane Adams, Canadian kid, about five, eight, 150 pounds soaking wet guy would score 50 goals a game playing division one lacrosse, um, because he worked on it and he worked on his craft and he understood the game. So to, to get started, all you need is that stick and a wall and, and, and a little bit of an intrinsic, uh, motivation and, and passion. That's really it. Yeah, I'll add on to that real quick. And I think uh, I think these kids have it a lot better than what we used to have it. So when we were talking about film and, you know, kind of upping our game or just getting to even know the game, uh, we didn't we didn't have a, we don't have YouTube and we don't have you know Instagram and all that stuff. And we tell our guys, hey, you know, be a student of the game and uh, and go watch these guys that are in it right now, because you're going to pick up a, a lot and, uh, and you're going to learn from these guys. So we use the analogy of, you know, LeBron James obviously studied Michael Jordan and wants to imitate him. Uh, so we say that with our guys. OK, so let's 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 look at the best level or let's look at some division one guys. OK, and we want to imitate what those guys are doing on and off ball. So, you know, I think that's a little bit step further is, is what JD's saying. Um, because I, I truly do believe in what JD is saying too, where hey, all you need is a stick and a ball and you can go have some fun in, in the backyard. Uh, obviously a goal or a wall helps, but, you know, just get into, uh, you know, a couple passes with your, with your dad or with your buddy and, and really just starting to figure out, you know, okay, how do we catch? How do we, how do we, uh, how do we throw? Okay. Those are, uh, those, those are some big games or big things within the sport. So just kind of going out there and having some fun with it. That's, uh, that's honestly the best way. Yeah. So it's good to know it's, it's easy for people to get involved in this sport. And on that topic of opportunities, I want to talk about Omnia and the growth of your program and, and all the great things that you're doing with that. So let's go back to when you formed Omnia um, what was the motivation behind that and what's your kind of vision as this program continues to grow? Yeah, I think, uh, th there was, you know, a multiple, multiple or multitude of, of reasons why we started our own, but really it was, uh, is what we saw in the past, okay. Who we worked for and, and why we want to do it. So really, uh, what we call Omnia, uh, is a player driven program. Okay. So what do the kids need? What do the parents need? What do, what do they need to succeed? Uh, and we just want to perform or we just want to have that platform for the kids. Okay. So, you know, practices weekly, uh, tournaments, showcases, we really want to encompass everything. So Omnia to us means everything. Okay. Lacrosse to us is everything. And, uh, and what we want to provide is, is a safe place for these kids to come learn and develop truthfully. And, uh, and we really believe that we can. Uh, what we did and why we created our own is because we've seen some things that have worked in the past and things that obviously uh, have not worked in the past. And we just wanted to create a place where a, you know, there's not a lot of businesses or, or you know, companies that can work with people like myself and JD and, and KO over in Grand Rapids. And we love it. We get to work with our friends and that's a unique opportunity for us as well. Uh, you know, and, and then ultimately, you know, we want to make sure that these kids are developing and these kids do have the opportunity opportunity to play at the next level. So uh, a ton of things that we emphasize is the, the development, okay, setting goals for the kids, reaching these goals, you know, whether they're short-term or long-term goals, we want to help these kids and we want to give them confidence, okay? When we were playing, when I was playing, there wasn't a lot of outside help that was really helping us to say, hey, you guys should be playing at these places or you should even look at these places or this is even how you do it. Okay. So what we want to provide is the guidance and the council and the council to make sure that you guys, the parents, 
the players, everybody that we're, we're kind of working with, okay, you guys do have these opportunities and you guys are feeling good about them. And, and you know, the process is, is always, it could be a long process. Okay. You know, Riley, your son is only in seventh grade. Okay. We're going to see him grow and we're going to mature and we, and, and we love that. Okay. So when, when a kid does go to that next level, and he calls us up and say, hey, coach, you know, we just committed. It's a pretty special thing because we can uh, we can really see these kids grow. And Dan, Dan just mentioned, uh, you know, a kid committing. Right. So for for anyone that doesn't know that lingo, committing to go play in college. So I think that is part of our vision, too. Um, we understand that there are endless opportunities um, for young men and women in the game of lacrosse to to get a college education based on, you know, their ability to play lacrosse. And it's, it's very unique. Um, you know, there, there are, there are opportunities for all different types of players. Obviously you have your D ones, your D twos, your D threes, there's junior college, there's club lacrosse, there are opportunities galore for these kids to, to, to use lacrosse to get a college education. Um, and, you know, for all the parents out there, there's, there's money that you can get off, you know, as well. Uh, if, if your kid's good at lacrosse, if your kid is, is a smart kid, most importantly, um, you, you can get a lot of money off. And we actually, Dan and I had a 45 minute conversation um, last night with, with a player, a sophomore, a really, really good sophomore, one of our best sophomores who's just starting his process. And he's a smart kid. He's going to go play at a really good school and he's going to get a lot of money off college. So, you know, that, that is definitely part of our vision is, is seeing that through with these kids um, from, you know, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. We're probably not talking a whole lot about, you know, what kind of scholarship you're going to get and what colleges you're looking at. Um, but we want to take the steps to get there at those younger ages so that when you are in ninth, 10th, 11th grade and the recruiting process starts to pick up a little bit, uh, you're prepared and, and you know what to do. And, um, if playing lacrosse in college is something that you want to do, then yeah, let's go for it. That's, Another just great thing about this game is if you want to play college lacrosse, there's a home for you. It doesn't matter, you know, your skill level, to be totally honest with you, you can find a home. So um, that's that's a big part of what we do. And it's something that we love. You know, we love having those conversations and we love setting goals with the kids and and ultimately seeing them out. You know, Ryan, I've known Riley since he was, what, fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And in a few years, if, if he's committed to go play college lacrosse somewhere, that's going to be pretty sweet. So, um, you know, and if he doesn't, it's obviously okay too, but those kind of moments and relationships are really, you know, why we do this and why we love to do it. Trust me, man. When I look at costs of college and how uh, high they add up, uh, I make sure Riley listens to everything you guys say, follow your lead because, yep. you know, there certainly are opportunities out there for him. And I really like those goal setting meetings you have. It's fun to listen in on those and just talk about stuff completely outside of the lacrosse field. And that that's cool, Dan, that you say that that was stuff was not available to you when you were younger. And that just really adds to the relationship you have with the team. And it's, I just think it's really cool. Um, so what opportunities do people have with Omni? I know you've kind of become year round basically at this point. For people listening now, what is their next opportunity to be able to be a part of Omnia? So uh, the way it kind of breaks down, like you said, you do you do have an opportunity to play with us year round. Um, every August we hold tryouts. Um, so 
Uh, we'll hold another tryout in August of 2021. Um, to be frank with you, we expect a lot of people to be there. And that's based off numbers from year one, jump into year two. Between Detroit and Grand Rapids, we had over 500 kids at tryouts. Um, and, and I think it's only going up from there. So every August, you have an opportunity to join the family. Um, you know, we, we break things down seasonally. So we have, we have a fall season that runs, uh, you know, September to November. Um, we, uh, we recently this year really got into box lacrosse, um, which is a whole nother, I think, conversation to have. But uh, after our fall season, we, we jump into um, a winter slash box lacrosse season uh, that goes, um, you know, early December to about mid to late February. Uh, this year, we also added spring teams. So uh, for our eighth graders on down, um, if you want to play spring with us, you have that opportunity. And then the summer season is really kind of our meat and potatoes where we're, we're going a few days a week. We're going to a couple tournaments, um, you know, throughout the summer and we're out there competing. Um, so, so really to answer your question, every August uh, is, is kind of the best opportunity to, to join. Um, and, and then you, you really have an opportunity to play as much as you want. And I do want to add too, you know, we're, we, we do offer the opportunity to play lacrosse year round as much as you want with us, but we also support multi-sport athletes. Let's, let's make that clear right now. Um, Dan and I were both multi-sport athletes in high school. I played three sports. I didn't, I didn't play travel lacrosse growing up. And I, I honestly think playing football and hockey as well as lacrosse helped me, you know, play in college. So we're never going to, we're never going to tell a kid that he can't play hockey because he needs to play box lacrosse with us. We're never going to tell a kid, Oh, you know, it's, it's January. You should be going to lacrosse practice instead of basketball practice. We're not going to do that kind of stuff. Um, you know, because we, we believe in that and, and we believe that the multi-sport athlete uh, is, is a better lacrosse player than just the, the, the kid that plays lacrosse. Dan, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think, uh, I think we also do offer a, a few more things and, and what we do is we do set up camps with uh, with professional players around the, the different leagues. So PLL, we had Rob Pinnell and Tucker Durkin come out uh, last summer, uh, who is open to everybody. Okay, so sometimes it's hard uh, with with travel and programs, the higher end travel programs, to try to get in and, and squeeze in. You know, after the August date, um, but we do offer camps, clinics, uh, instruction to everybody, and uh, and those are great. Great, great thing for like, you know, the beginners kind of who are just trying to get into the sport and trying to figure out, uh, who, you know, why not learn from the best? So, you know, we'll be offering more summer camps this summer, both in Grand Rapids and Detroit. Uh, and, and with guys who are just, uh, you know, outstanding ambassadors of the game, you know, we're, we're looking to get more PLL guys in and we've got a great staff uh, where we've got Charlie Hayes who plays on the Denver Outlaws. We've got Josh Zubinville who plays a uh, professional NLL for the rock. So these guys are, are part of our program full time. And then we also will bring in some guys, uh, you know, for a couple of weeks just to run camps and, uh, and really to have fun with guys and to spread, spread the, the knowledge in the game. So, you know, grow the game has always been a tag for lacrosse. Uh, yeah, we want to grow the game. We, we love it. We think more kids should have a, a stick in their hand. And, you know, things like social media that we've already touched on, those things are really growing the game. So when we, you know, post something or, or 
we want people to see it. It's for a reason. And we want guys to, to, you know, or kids to really see the enjoyment of the game and to see, hey, you don't have to be an all-star. You don't have to play on one of these super high-end travel teams just to have fun. Uh, you know, and I always go back to that. Listen, Omnia is not for everybody. Okay. It's first, it's first select amount of kids. Okay. We love it. But also you can just play in high school. You can just play uh, on a local team. That's completely fine. And, uh, and I think, you know, more kids uh, with a stick in their hand, it's better for the game. So, uh, you know, we certainly support that as well. So, and it's great to hear all these emerging opportunities for kids after high school, major colleges adding Penn state, you know, recently added lacrosse. You're seeing more and more of that. And then the professional leagues that are available there too. So it's good motivation for kids to see opportunities down the pipe. Um, and I always like to kind of close my podcast on a positive note, uplifting stories and whatnot, and going to kind of put both of you on the spot here separately. But is there a story that stands out from your time coaching at, the, at this level? Um, you've already kind of mentioned some kids that have gone on to bigger and better things, but maybe a story that stands out of you saw a kid just really improve so much through the program and then do great things beyond. Yeah, I, I can think of something recent actually. Um, so Dan mentioned a little bit earlier, we've got a lot of 10 U's, right? So 10, 10 and under. Um, and, and these kids, these, these guys kind of, kind of came out of nowhere this winter, a bunch of hockey guys um, that were looking for, you know, something, something else to do um, outside of hockey practice. Uh, so we, we got this little 10 group going and, you know, we, we did a pretty, I think for, for 10 you, we, we spent a lot of time, um, you know, putting in a plan and a strategy on how to develop these kids, you know, what drills are we going to do? Um, how are these kids going to get better? About four or five weeks in, um, we were definitely starting to see the kids 